Hi, you're listening to the Road to a Billion podcast. I'm your host, Stefan Georgi. Since 2011, I've sold over $700 million worth of products for both clients and my own companies. I've also founded or co-founded eight different businesses that have grossed between seven to nine figures in revenue. Today, I focus a lot of my time on teaching, training, and mentoring the next generation of freelancers and entrepreneurs. And that's why I created The Road to a Billion, a call-in radio show style podcast where I answer people's questions on mindset, business ownership, scaling funnels, copywriting, and more. If you want to submit a question, then check out the show notes to learn how, or visit me at stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe to opt into my email list. And every week, you'll get a link to join the live call-in show. And with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Hey guys, in this episode, Stefan and co-host Ed Ray are joined by ex-Hollywood screenwriter and now eight-figure entrepreneur, Rob Weiser. Here's a glimpse of the crazy valuable insights you can look forward to in this episode. Four ways to improve your creativity and crush it as a copywriter even if you have no writing background. A major piece of advice to quickly become a better writer, best practices to recruit affiliates and form profitable partnerships when you are a new offer owner with no reputation. I hope you enjoy. Cool, so next up we have a question from Molly. See if she's on about creativity nice hey molly hi molly hey there thanks for coming on today it's been really interesting listening to you um thank you i am i'm new to copywriting i'm a newbie i'm learning i signed up with one of the best guys in the business i feel um but i'm curious you've had so much experience with uh the create creative not a creative process and thinking creatively and all of that. And um, I'd love to hear what you think was the best advice you got about creativity um, along your path. Well, a lot of it is, um, I think a lot of it comes down to discipline in a, in a lot of cases, um, especially in my case, having living, you know, when you live on totally on your own schedule, especially living, living overseas, uh, You've got to discipline yourself to, to write every day and practice this as a discipline, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, um, that the advice on creativity. Now, of course, I think a lot of it, I think a lot of the great writers are, are born with a certain talent, but copy is definitely something that can be learned because I've seen so many people um, come into this with no writing background whatsoever and become millionaires by learning structure. I didn't have any structure when I was starting out because nobody taught this. Um, if I had known about Stefan and, and this the idea that, that there is a there is a step-by-step structure to follow with these sales letters, I would have made progress a lot faster, I think. So you are in the right hands. Um, and I would write as much as possible every day. And so when you're when you're new and writing is a new thing, because um, sure I can sit down and write, but how do I know? It's, how do I know it's any good? It's like how do you, you know, how do how do you do that? How do you write every day and become better without anybody saying, "Huh, you need to fix that over there," or, you know, "This looks like you could use improvement over here." That's not making any sense. You know, it's, 
You know what I mean? Is that clear? I, it's very clear. Um, I'm guessing when you say you have the, the right coach, you, you mean Stefan. You don't mean somebody she else. She does mean me, but she's in, in, <laughs> I, in light. I guess so. Yeah. The one the one thing, I mean, with Copic Sorry Light is like we don't give feedback. I mean, we do we created a thing now where um like Saba, who is like kind of the head copywriter for Rudy Maher, and she's written stuff for Ty Lopez and mm-hmm. um, that whole crew. She's um doing these like weekly calls with the Copic Sorry Light members now to provide feedback. But that is actually it's a good question for Molly because it's something we're running into with Coming started light is for people who are really new and early on. It's like, you know, like they want and need feedback. And it's like part of the problem, you know, Copic Star, we have the full version where you get feedback, right? But it's very time mm-hmm. consuming. Um, with light, you get like everything but feedback. Um, so now we're we're gonna do some stuff to actually create more opportunities for feedback for the writers. But at the same time, I say you're not on Copic Star Light and you're new and early on, um, or you know, even if you are at this moment, like how do you get like, you know, what is the best way to get feedback? I mean, the one thing I think about, right, is the like um was it con- confusing unbelievable boring right cub is that yeah. is yeah. it cut is it cut unbelievable boring or confusing i always forget i think it's confusing confusing um, unbelievable boring right you give it to like yeah. a friend or a family it doesn't have to be someone who even knows like a lot about copy we have them go through and you're like you know put a c anytime something's confusing a u anytime something's unbelievable and a b anytime something is boring and even just having them do that like i think is one way to like you know help you out because if you share your copy of you just like lay people, right? Who it's almost better in respect because they don't know what they don't know. So they're not looking at it purely from like a tactical standpoint, but they're going to help you understand if like it's what you wrote is resonating or not. That's one piece mm-hmm. of advice, but I would be curious, Rob, you know, what else you have as well. What about if one of your students takes some, takes some initiative and sets up a Facebook group for fellow students to do this back and forth critique? We do have one. The one issue they run into there is if it's a bunch of newer people and like mm-hmm. it's not all new people, it's a mix. But mm-hmm. a lot of ones looking for feedback, it is kind of like a lot of people earlier on. So I think the concern mm-hmm. is like, is this advice actually good or not? You know what I mean? Like, I think if they, but maybe if we taught the right methodology, like again, using Cub and some other stuff, we could help them to be better critiquers. And maybe that's something we should do. Um, what about the idea of having a copy buddy? Like you, you find somebody in your, in, in the program and you become copy buddies and then you have, you help each other with critiques. So you have somebody who can always be there to read your stuff. Yeah, I think that is definitely an important one and finding that person. Because I, frankly, I wouldn't really care to hear critiques from 20 strangers and I have no idea what their level of, of experience is. But if I could identify somebody in the group who was at my level and I think they're pretty sharp, I would love to have that one-on-one Facebook relationship with them where we just, we have our own little thing going on on the side. To yeah. Critique, critique each other. That's one idea. No, I think it's a good idea. In fact, actually, it's funny because Lisa and Isaac Hyde said how they're basically hitting each other up with like um asking for critiques all the time and then um some other people said the same thing like sam novak i think talked about it and some other people too but um so yeah is that that, that I think that's a good idea too Molly. does that um be partner somebody does that a partner the, the copy partner you know cool idea yeah 100 does that does that get your wheels turning molly yeah for sure it does um it that was actually good advice i appreciate that um and uh, yeah, I think perhaps I'll reach out to somebody on light and see if maybe we can't get something going here. Cause um, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking out loud here. It'd be nice to have somebody inexperienced paired up with somebody experienced, because even if you're inexperienced, you can still help the other person. Like if the more experienced person is writing copy, but it's either, you know, confusing, unbelievable or boring or something, you know, whatever, it isn't quite clicking, they can get feedback, but um, 
um, it's, it, it's definitely uh, something I'm bumping into. So I appreciate all the suggestions. Thanks for that. Sure. I've seen in groups um, people offering their letters for critiques. And I see scripts that are 60 pages long. And, and who wants, I have no idea who this person is. You know, people don't have time to read these things and offer critiques. And then I'll see somebody offer some feedback. And the person who wrote the sales letter will go, well, F you. You know, your ideas are bullshit. I mean, what, this is what, you know, what do you know? So why did, why did you offer this for a critique? So Molly, I would say if, if this idea appeals to you of finding a, a, like a copy partner, you know, you find somebody who you gel with and you respect each other and you don't be too thin skinned and you take their criticism and then they, they take yours. Yeah. And, yeah. and Sam Novak, I saw that you replied to her. She put it in the chat that she would be happy to look at your stuff. Sam is a very good uh, copywriter and, and super smart. And so Ooh. there you go. Look at that. You got a copy critique buddy on this call, Molly. I Ooh. love it. I love it. Sam, I'll hit you up. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, but yeah, yeah, and great point too, because like I, I like even for my executive assistant, Julia is I don't know, 22, 23, and doesn't knew nothing about direct response marketing or copywriting. But I'm already when I write stuff now, I give it to her right away. And I'm like, read through this and just tell me, you know, what you think. And then like, would you like, I'm like, you need to be brutally honest. Would you after you know, if I can write a lead, I'm like, if you read this or saw it in a video. Would you then be like, I need to keep going because I want to know more, right? Or would you be kind of like, this doesn't really seem like it's speaking to me. I mean, obviously, especially if it's, if it's like a demo, like I'm writing towards a female demographic. Um, but even that's been really cool. I mean, I did like a whole gut thing for the guys at, at G Plans and like, uh, which she really liked it. But then she had questions about stuff that to me were so obvious. But I'm like, if she has that question after one read, then like other people have that question too. You know, it's just like little things mm -hmm. like about what's in the product or like, you know, like uh, the packaging or just all these like little things. So just sharing it with people who don't know about direct response or who um, it, it is just super valuable as well. Mm -hmm. Cool. So Molly, we good, Molly? Yep, we're great. Thank you. Excellent. Awesome. Great. Sweet. Ed, who we got next? Cool. Let's see if we can squeeze in a couple more. Yeah. Uh, what was, uh, let's see, we got here. There's a couple good ones. Stefan, actually, do you want to pick? Yeah, I mean, I saw the, um, what was it here? Well, I like Carolyn's said, if you had one piece of writing advice to give, what would it be? Um, Rob, I'll let you go first on that one. Read a lot. Nice. Get off social media, read books. Um, that's, that's really the advice that I would give um, uh, as far as becoming a better writer. You have to read and watch a lot of movies, but no substitute for reading. Yeah, I think that's that's great advice. I love that. And I think most people know I'm, <laughs> you know? I'm a super yeah. avid reader. I noticed too, uh, you may notice this too, Rob. Like when I um, when I read in the morning, like I, sometimes I'll wake up and I'll read for the first half an hour, hour. And sometimes mm -hmm. I'm really going all, and I read at night before I go to bed too. But the more I read, mm -hmm. the, the better my writing is every time. There's like an immediate connection between those two things. I think you and I have talked about that before even. Um, we might have. And I, I gotta yeah. say as far as books, one of my all-time favorites that I always go back to, Stephen King on writing. Have yeah. you ever read that book? I own it's, it and I've so never actually read it and I really need to. It's such a beautiful book, man, on so many levels. I need to read that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another, another great question from Max. Uh, what are the most important things you do to take care of your mindset? You wanna go first, Rob? You know, you go, you go first on this one. Okay. Yeah. I like mindset. Um, I think really having a, like, uh, I always talk about, and I got this from Stephen Covey, but the idea that like, you know, kind of small private personal victories precede large public ones. So for me, it's just like being disciplined. Um, 
things like waking up early consistently going to bed early. Um, I'm not like over the top, like the world's most, I'm not, I'm no Craig Ballantyne, I'm not the world's most disciplined man and do not pretend to be. Uh, but when I get into good rhythms with good habits and I'm doing things that are important or that are moving the needle and I feel like I'm making progress, it's a lot easier to have a good mindset versus when I feel like my life is sort of a, um, and like a free for all, I'm just sort of floating around and, and kind of don't have like a purpose and a vision and like a focus, then I tend to feel adrift and not, it can be reflect itself in a lot of stuff. So for me, um, it's having sort of some habits and things like that. Um, Rob, do you have anything you want to add to that? Or you want to go on to the next one? Um, we can jump to the next one. You okay. know, I, I mean, I have some thoughts on mindset, but I think that um, so many of you seem to be, seem to be in a really good place and you have a nice support network in place, which is, which is really, really important. Awesome. Yeah. I was going to say same Rob. Um, yeah. One of the most important things you, you can do to take care of your mindset is to have people who raise you up and challenge you as well. And like yeah. they, they question your thinking from a place of love, not judgment, and actually help you to see different perspectives while also encouraging you. Yeah, 100%. Completely agree. Mm -hmm. Marcus Ortiz asks, how do you recruit affiliates if you're a new offer owner with no reputation? Well, Marcus... I'll, I'll go first on this one, Stefan. I'll try to keep it concise. Cool. But Marcus, um, um, he approached me initially about uh, working with me. But before he did that, he in, he um, he gave value. That's the key. That's the key to approaching people in this business and forming relationships is giving value first before you ask. So in his case, uh, Marcus purchased my course. He went through it. And instead of saying, hey, um, I want to write for you, he wrote me a really thoughtful critique of how much he enjoyed the course. I could tell he really went through it thoroughly, but also some ideas um, for, for something I could add to the course, extra extra content based on questions he had. And it was so thoughtful and so so well-written that I had to respond. You know, if you're a decent person, that rule of reciprocity kicks in. It's such a powerful instinct. When someone gives to you, gives you value, um, you have to return something. You, at least you got to respond to the email. You know what I mean? You have to at least write back to them. And, and so that, that form the relationship. And that is the same rule that applies to affiliates is when you approach, when you approach an affiliate, um, I would start by getting to know them a little bit. Um, take out their VSL, pay them a thoughtful compliment, ask them a thoughtful question, try to form some kind of a relationship and then offer some kind of value. What Marcus would also do is I, I, I added them on Facebook and I would throw out questions sometimes to my friends, and I barely knew who Marcus was, but I would say, hey, I'm looking for a new microphone. Does anybody suggest a microphone? Marcus writes like a top 20 list with specs, prices of the, all the best microphones on the market, links, everything. And I couldn't believe the value this guy kept giving me on these things. And then um, he kept doing things like that. And so when it came time for him to show me his work, I, I was happy to look at it. So with affiliates... Whatever you can offer them, if you if you have a new offer and you have you know no gravity on ClickBank, you can still offer some kind of value. You can offer to feature a banner for their product on your thank you page. Um, you can offer to write a blog post to promote their offer. Offer offer value in some way before you approach them on a business level. That's my best advice on getting affiliates. Yeah, that's great. I don't. I want to. Um... I don't have a ton to add. I mean, I think I want to try and answer another question or two. I have three minutes left and I think you know that sure. Rob. So that was, that was excellent. All right. That's just about it for today. Before we finish though, let me share a little bit more about how you can stay in touch with me. 
I have a private email list where I share high-level tricks, strategies, and insights about copywriting, entrepreneurship, mindset, and more. In fact, often my podcasts are based on topics I first emailed out to my list weeks or even months earlier. So if you want to get brand new stuff from me every single day, go to stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. These emails are often upwards of a thousand words and I send them every day. So make sure you really can commit to engaging with me on that level. But as long as you can, and you should, because I do drop a ton of value in these emails, go apply to join my list today. And again, the web address is stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. And in case you don't know how to spell my name, which is okay, it is S-T-E-F-A-N, Paul, and then my last name is georgi, G-E-O-R-G-I.com. So stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe, and I will see you in my email list.